If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. The following content is brought to you by Eric Smith, Orange Thunder, and Abigail 13. Welcome to episode 612 of Nintendo Switchcraft. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the indie world. We're going to talk about some deals that are on their way. Uh, Mr. Sakurai is going to be telling us all about Sephiroth. Uh, he's actually doing it today, but by the time I'm recording this, it has not yet happened. Um, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony are partnering up, which is very cool and very awesome. And we've got a demo on the way for a very highly anticipated game. Those stories, maybe more, on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. For those of you who don't know, Nintendo has what they call Nintendo Directs, and then they have partner showcases, which are usually um, third-party titles where Nintendo is working very closely with the publisher or developer in order to make. And then they have the Indie World. Indie World is where Nintendo is showcasing some of the um, obviously third-party stuff that is from more indie developers that wouldn't really fit into the partner showcases. They had one just the other day, and they announced a bunch of really cool stuff. Uh, among the things that they announced, and I did not do that on purpose, but uh, the first, the last thing that they announced, but the thing that almost everybody is very excited about, is that Among Us from Inner Sloth Games um, is now on the Nintendo Switch. It's five bucks. Discover which of your friends is a secret imposter in Among Us, the survival social deduction game that has taken outer space by storm. Work together to complete tasks on a spaceship before the imposter sabotages or takes out the other players. Think a crewmate is acting strange? Call for an emergency meeting and discuss who the suspected imposter is, but make sure you're confident before you vote to eject somebody into the cold reaches of space. Among Us launches on Nintendo Switch already. It's already here, and it has cross-platform play, which is awesome. Uh, so I have not picked this up yet. You can play the game for free on your phone. I think that this is probably the way that I would prefer to play because I would prefer to use the joysticks to move around instead of touchscreen gaming and using WASD to uh, move around is not something that I'm interested in either. The game is incredibly popular, and so it absolutely belongs on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, we also had another mobile game come to the Nintendo Switch with Grindstone. Now, I've played a little bit of it. I got access to Apple Arcade for free for, I don't know, like two months or something before I canceled it because, again, I don't like touchscreen games. And Grindstone from Capybara Games is this little puzzle battler, I guess, is the way that I would describe it. 
it was pretty interesting and I could see that it was a good game without a doubt. Just looking at it, I could see, all right, this is objectively a good game, but I don't want to play it on my phone. So am I going to pick it up on the Nintendo Switch? Probably not. I'm still playing Hyrule Warriors all of the time. That game is awesome. I'm about 22 hours in at this point. I'm like halfway through chapter five, I think, having an absolute blast with it. And while I think that Grindstone would be a really good like palate cleanser for afterwards, it just isn't my kind of game. Every time I play a game like this, it just reminds me of Puzzle Quest, and I wish that I were playing the original Puzzle Quest uh, all of the time, because that, that game is is one that really stood out to me. Um, other games that were announced, uh, Spelunky and Spelunky 2. These are these side-scrolling roguelikes. They both are launching in summer of 2021. There is a cat game named Calico, uh, that game is now already out, so you can pick that up. Magical Girls, Cat Cafes, and Cuddly Animals. What more do you need in life? I don't know. This doesn't really appeal to me, but you know what? Not every game in the uh, indie world needs to appeal to me. Super Meat Boy. If you've never played Super Meat Boy, well, you've missed out on a really cool platformer. I slept on it the first time around, probably the first and second and maybe even the third time around. I didn't play Super Meat Boy until, I'm going to say like three years ago. And when I played it, I was incredibly impressed. It is a very, very high difficulty, high skill ceiling platformer where you play as this little square man made out of meat and you are trying to find your true love who is made out of band-aids and there are saws and spikes and all kinds of things that as you run into them you know blood goes everywhere it's not in a gross kind of way I don't know how to describe it as being anything other than gross but it's not gross it's really weird the way that they made this game not gross although you're playing a like a basically meatball that leaves a trail of blood everywhere that they go. Sounds really gross. Not that gross. December 23rd, you can pick up Super Meat Boy forever on Nintendo Switch. It is a console launch exclusive. So what exactly is going on with Super Meat Boy forever? Well, it is the highly anticipated sequel. It's a sequel to the original Super Meat Boy. Am I going to pick this up? I don't know. Like, I still have Celeste to play. If I really want a a very difficult and challenging uh, platformer, I think that Celeste is probably the one that's for me. But playing the original Super Meat Boy is really, really good. And if you are a fan of the original, then obviously the sequel is for you. The next one got me pretty excited. It's from uh, Yacht... Well... Okay, I believe it's published by Yacht Club Games, but it's from uh, the devs, I believe, are Mechanical Head Studios, and it's called Cyber Shadow. And anything that has anything to do with Shovel Knight and Yacht Club, Yacht, Yacht Club Games, I'm all in on. I'm a huge fan of theirs. They do really good work, and I'm assuming that because they do such good work, that Mechanical Head Studios' Cyber Shadow looks uh will probably also be awesome 
Uh, so here's what they have to say about it. Dash, slice, and leap your way through futuristic levels as you take down more than a dozen apocalyptic bosses in this action platformer ninja game. The world has been taken over by synthetic life forms. A desperate plea for help sets Shadow on a journey. Nimbly navigate the ruins of Mecha City, leap past traps, and defeat the techno hordes. You can even scan an amiibo of the Shovel Knight series character for a little help from a familiar friend. When you scan it, uh, the little Shovel Knight fairy shows up and flies around with you, which is kind of cool. Uh, unlock the secrets to your ninja's clan ancient powers in Cyber Shadow, coming to Nintendo Switch on January 26, 2021. When I saw the Yacht Club Games thing, I thought, oh man, we're going to see that um, Shovel Knight dig or you know that kind of thing. But this one looks really cool. I like the art style. Very... 8 slash 16 bit and uh, I'm interested very much in Cyber Shadow uh, let's see what other games jumped out at me okay here's one that I thought was really strange I don't quite get what they were going for here the game is called Nausea which is spelled G-N-O-S-I-A but I, I assume it's pronounced Nausea I did watch this muted by the way I was busy doing something else and I watched the indie world uh, muted. So maybe they pronounced it and I didn't hear it, but, uh, it's a one of a kind sci-fi adventure game. A spaceship is overtaken by aliens who can take the form of humans, meet an eclectic cast of characters and help unravel their mysteries in a fascinating narrative spin on the social deduction genre. So it seems to me, you know, we've got the other social deduction game, uh, among us. This seems like a single player version of that. And the way that they talked about it, it seemed like they were saying that when you play it a second time, the different people will possibly be the nausea's, which is like the 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 big bad in the game. So uh, that's not everything that happened in the indie world. I just thought uh, I talked about the things that stood out to me as uh, interesting. Obviously, the big news is that Among Us is now on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, I'm curious if uh, people would be, ever be interested in me doing a stream with some of my other content creator friends uh, on uh, my YouTube channel, which you can find over at NerdNest TV. Let me know if you're interested in that. If you have been listening for a while, then you know all about March 31st. March 31st is basically the end of the world in the Nintendo universe. Uh, Nintendo is choosing to make it so that you can't buy some games, you can't buy some hardware items. And this is not limited to physical things. This is also including digital goods. So versions of Super Mario All-Stars, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, you won't be able to get that either physically or digitally after March 31st. Well, actually, you'll probably be able to still get it physically, but it'll be from scalpers. Why Nintendo is doing this, I do not understand. Um, Doug Bowser, who is the current president of Nintendo of America, was asked about it. Here's the quotes uh, that we have over at NintendoLife.com. He says, yeah, I think 
I use a simple word, celebration. It's just, this is a celebration of Mario's 35th anniversary, and we wanted to celebrate in unique and different ways. And we've done that through games like Super Mario 3D All-Stars, or we'll be doing that through future releases such as uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And then we've also done it through releases such as Game & Watch, Super Mario Brothers, or through Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. There are various ways that we're celebrating Mario's 35th. And with some of these titles, we felt it was an opportunity to release them for a limited period of time. They've done very, very well. Super Mario 3D All-Stars has sold over 2.6 million units in the U.S. alone. And so clearly, consumers have been able to jump in and enjoy that. And it's not its not strategy that we're going to be using widely, but it's one we thought was very unique for the actual anniversary. So then they were asked, what are the plans for limited time releases beyond March 31st? And he says, uh, yeah, at this point, the decision was really made around that celebration feature and aspect. I can't speak to plans beyond the end of March. Here's the key. Super Mario 3D All-Stars has sold 2.6 million units in the U.S. Would it have sold 2.6 million units in the U.S. before March 31st if it was no longer going to be available after March 31st? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I, I I would hope that it would. I You know what? You would think so. It's three games, uh, three very, well, two extremely popular games and one not so popular game. But it's three games for 60 bucks. And you would think that that thing would have sold like hotcakes no matter what. But we're never going to know. And the fact that it sold 2.6 million units with Nintendo doing this March 31st limited edition shenanigans, that just means that they're going to be more apt to try and do this kind of thing again. So I fully expect that we're going to see them do the same thing for Zelda's anniversary, which is next year. I wish that that wouldn't happen, but I think that it will. And it, it bugs me that uh, that it seems to have worked for them. This is, you know, coming from somebody who bought Super Mario uh, 3D All-Stars. Of course, I also would have bought Super Mario 3D All-Stars, even if it weren't um, only available before March 31st. I do hope that Nintendo changes course and releases these games, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that what Doug Bowser is saying here is, yeah, the limited the, the limited release works. Um, thank you for your money, you uh, you idiots. That's what it feels like to me. He's like, yeah, boy, that really worked well for us, didn't it? Aha, take that. Anyway, I'm still really salty about March 31st. I don't like it. I don't hold with it, bub. Okay, I complained, and I'm done complaining. I want to talk about something good. 
Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo are joining forces. I, I know it's kind of crazy, but it's happening, and it's it's all it's all centered around responsible gaming. This was posted over on Xbox.com. Here's what they said. We play for many reasons, to indulge our imaginations, to socialize with friends or family, to test our skills against others, to learn through technology, or just to relax and pass the time. Like other social activities, gaming creates meaningful connections with diverse players and reminds us that we have so much in common through the shared joy of play. We believe gaming is for all people of all ages, including our youngest and most vulnerable players. Technology makes compelling entertainment experiences possible. And we want to ensure that those experiences, especially when they involve interaction with others, are positive and respectful. All players deserve to have fantastic social gaming experiences in settings where respect and safety are mutual. At Xbox, we are aligned with both Nintendo on behalf of the community of Nintendo Switch players and PlayStation in our belief that protecting players online requires a multidisciplinary approach, one that combines the benefits of advanced technology, a supportive community, and skilled human oversight. We can accomplish more when we work toward the same goal, and so we will each continue investing in evolving and amplifying our approaches to user safety. As we continue this work, we will prioritize protecting safety of our players, especially those who are most vulnerable. The following principles will guide our work. Empower players and parents to understand and control gaming experiences. We provide controls that let players customize their gaming experience. We support parents with the tools and information necessary to create appropriate gaming experiences for their children. We recognize that safety features I'm sorry. We recognize that for safety features to be useful, they have to be easy to use. We will promote the availability of our safety tools through our platforms, support channels, services on our website and in retail stores to reach more players and parents. We continually inform our parents and players through our codes of contact, conduct, terms of use and enforcement procedures. I'm sorry, practices. We invest in technology to help thwart improper conduct and content before a player is subject to harm. So here's the partnership part. The industry's commitment to safety is central. We believe that we have an opportunity to collaborate for the benefit of the video game industry and all players to offer a safer gaming experience. We're going to work with industry trade organizations, industry members, regulators, law enforcement, and experts to develop and advance uh, online safety initiatives. We're committing to conducting shared research for the benefit of the industry. So they're going to do research and share it between Sony, Nintendo, and themselves. This is, again, this is from Xbox's site. We believe that hate and harassment or exploitation of younger players in any way has no place in gaming. We partner with our community to promote safe gaming behavior and encourage the use of reporting tools to call out back bad actors. We're also partnering with agencies such as the ESRB and PEGI in order to ensure that our games are rated for the appropriate audience. So basically, it seems like Nintendo 
uh, uh, Sony and Microsoft are getting together and they are working on having basically commonality between their their um oh gosh what's the word that i'm thinking of the the document that tells people how you're allowed to behave on a on a platform i i know people are shouting it at their phones right now and i cannot think um i can't think of the word but basically a, a document that says this is okay this isn't okay and i love i love that that these three companies the giants in the industry are getting together and getting everybody on the same page because it means that it's going to be uh, improved for everybody. So what what do I want to see here? I want to see Google with Stadia. I want to see them on board. I want to see Epic Games on board. I want to see Steam on board. I want to see Activision on board. I want to see everybody. Anybody who has a platform where you can play video games, I want to see them all get on board and make a terms of service or a, a, a use case scenario that everybody can get behind to make the experience for gamers better. I cannot tell you how many times I have uh, seen somebody tweet about or read an article about or had somebody tell me about uh, a moment when they were playing a game and maybe they're a female player or uh, they're a streamer who is a person of color or there's somebody who has maybe a speech impediment. And uh, whatever it is, they're, they're different in some way. And because they're different in some way, people make it less fun for them to play games. You know, like a female will be playing and all of a sudden... Everybody, as soon as she opens her mouth, everybody in chat starts harassing this person. Why do they do this? Mostly because they're idiots. They're just stupid, stupid people. And if you're one of those stupid people, feel free to stop listening. I don't have stupid people that listen to this show, so I don't have to worry about that. But these stupid people, they ruin the those moments of fun for those other people. And I would absolutely love it if everybody could get on the same page and say, that kind of behavior is not okay. You are no longer allowed to be on this platform. I think that that's a a good thing for companies to do. And I know that oftentimes companies are hesitant to do something like that because, you know, that's a paying customer. And suddenly that paying customer, you know, they kick them off. Now that's a piece of income that they can no longer have. I always applaud a a company that will say, you know what? It's more important that our players have a, a, a safe environment to play in than we inflate our bottom line with a bunch of tools uh, that don't deserve it. And, you know, maybe maybe people disagree with my, I, I guess, kind of strong language here. Uh, but it, I just, I can't stand when people try and ruin other people's fun. So I, I'm very happy that Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo are working together on this. I hope that others, uh, uh, others join them. 
and improve the 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 gaming the gaming landscape everywhere. All right, let's move on. We've got some deals, some games that are on sale. I wanted to let you know about some of the games that are I I don't know, that jump out at me as a good deal. Uh, so let's start with Moonlighter, 70% off for $749. That game is really cool. I didn't particularly like it because there is a mechanic to it that bugged me, but everybody else loved it. And so I'm going to highly recommend this game. It is a dungeon crawler. You know how dungeon crawlers work. You go, you crawl through the dungeon, you get the loot, you bring it back, you sell it at the shop, but not in this one. In this one, you own the shop and you are selling to the community, which doesn't sound like that much of a difference, but you're setting the prices and paying attention to what the what people think about your prices and stuff like that. That's the mechanic that I personally didn't like, but everybody else thought it was fantastic. So Moonlighter, 70% off. Go check it out. I think that you're going to like it. Uh, Final Fantasy X and X-2. This is two games for the price of 20 bucks. It's this I feel like this this game has been on sale a lot of times, but it's a really good game. Uh so I would actually, you know what? It's not a really well, okay. I almost said it's not a really good game, but I haven't played Final Fantasy X and Ten Two. I was thinking of Final Fantasy Twelve, The Zodiac Age, which is a really good game. I've got like fifty or sixty hours in that game, also at twenty bucks. Now a very good friend of mine, Richard, who uh, he lives over in England, Final Fantasy X is like his favorite game of all time. So if he recommends it, then I'm going to recommend it. So you can get Final Fantasy X, Ten Two HD Remaster, and you can get Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age. You can get both of those games for 40 bucks combined. I think that that's a hell of a deal. Untitled Goose Game, 30% off for 14 bucks hilarious game pick that up play it with other people in the room and sit there and laugh speaking of final fantasy final fantasy 7 is on sale for eight bucks that is 50 percent off final fantasy 9 is on sale for 11 bucks that is also 50 percent off ori in the blind forest definitive edition is on sale for 30 percent off at 14 dollars, which is a really really good game Streets of Rage 4 is also 30% off at $17.49. I'm just scrolling through to see what other stuff is jumping out as a good deal. The last one that I will say, and then I will get out of your face, Crypt of the Necrodancer. This is, I don't want to say the prequel, but this is the game that um, Cadence of Hyrule is based on, which is an awesome game. Uh, but Crypt of the Necrodancer Nintendo Switch Edition is on sale for eighty percent off for four bucks. Now that that sale ends on January fourth, so I'm curious. What are I want you guys to take a look at the eShop, and I want you to tell me what is your favorite game that's on sale right now? What game is it the people have have slept on? Let me know, and uh, may, you know what? I'm going to tweet this question out. This is a good mailbag topic. What, there's a whole bunch of games on sale on the eShop right now. Which ones do people need to go buy immediately?
that's it for the show today. I want to thank some people, but first, I have to say, there's not been a lot of Nintendo news. <clears throat> Excuse me. There has not been a ton of Nintendo news. And I know that I just went from three days a week down to two days a week. And I have to say, I've really been enjoying having the extra time to actually sit down and play games. I am currently considering moving Nintendo Switchcraft to be a one day a week show. Now, what will that look like if I do? Here's what I think it would look like. I think that I would record on Sundays. I also record StadiaCast on Sundays. So I would record both shows the same day, uh, and that would maximize my other time that I would have to do other things. I also think that the show would probably be a little bit longer. So rather than being roughly a half an hour per episode, it would probably balloon up a little bit. If I do this, I'll absolutely be losing out on advertising money because I make I make some advertising money. The more episodes that I make, the more money that I make. And so going from three episodes to two episodes, I'm losing money. Going from two episodes to one episode... I'm definitely going to lose money if I do that. But I don't really do this for the money. I do it because it's fun. And it's not that it's not being fun, but the fact that Nintendo is giving me zilch to talk about is it's very frustrating. So I'm considering moving to a one-day-a-week uh, episode cadence for Nintendo Switchcraft. If this is something that is going to drive you up the wall... Let me know. I, 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 I don't make decisions like this lightly. All right. I'm going to get out of here. But before I do, I want to thank our uh, our um, um, our producers. My brain stopped working for a second there. People like John Eisenmenger, Bowser, Travis McGuire, LaShawn. You guys are awesome. I do appreciate the support over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. I'm out of here. I hope that you all have a fantastic day. Bye-bye.